everyone. This is Morgan Phelps with Acuity Brands. Thank you for tuning in to the Women in Sustainability and Enterprise podcast, also known as WISE. We created this podcast to elevate the voices and achievements of women within Acuity Brands who are working towards a more sustainable environment and workplace. As Acuity continues their sustainable journey, we want to amplify the stories of the women who helped us get here because it takes us all. Welcome to our journey. I'm your co-host Simran Clare alongside Lauren Scott, and today our guest is Chelsea Davis. Chelsea has a BA in Geography and Environmental Studies from UCLA and is currently working towards her MS in Global Supply Chain Management at USC. Most of her career has been centered around sustainability, from working in environmental outreach in the event space for both the nonprofit and governmental sectors, to her current position with Acuity Brands, where she's a senior project manager on the Atrius team. Chelsea primarily works with customers to achieve goals in energy management and sustainability. In addition to her customer-facing role, Chelsea also supports our Acuity's internal Earthlight initiatives and hopes to use her master's degree in supply chain to further her journey in sustainability in a way that will be vital to our organization. And now I'll turn it over to Lauren. Thanks, Simran, and that's quite the impressive bio. Chelsea, could you walk us through your professional journey thus far and from where you started to where you are today? No problem. And I think, I think Simran, you, you really touched on a little bit of it already. Um, if, if I look at my bio through the lens of sustainability, I've always kind of sought the sustainable path. So whether it's been, you know, while I was in college working for um, an environmental nonprofit. We were we were putting on um, environmental events at at things like music festivals and political events, and then going into the um, municipal sector for the uh, Los Angeles Water District. Um, again, just promoting sustainability. I was working with college students um, on technical competitions and um, really starting to learn about resource and energy management there. Um, and then from there, after I graduated, I took a position with the city of Oakland and moved up to the Bay Area, uh, where I put my geography degree to use and, and worked on the, the public work side there doing some city mapping. Um, and then meanwhile, I was involved in a program at Berkeley uh, in envi- environmental design and urban planning, um, just kind of putting my foot in the water in different types of positions and seeing what I really wanted to do as the next step in my career. And and it was then that I actually found um, Building Insights at the time was Lucid Design Group, a small startup in Oakland, and um, got my start on the software side and and really started getting involved with uh, customers who were making an impact, um, doing sustainable projects. And, And then from there, we got acquired by Acuity Brands and and I've been here for about four years. Well, having worked with you pretty much since I first started, I can definitely tell you that I'm so excited to have you on the team and have loved watching you like make such an impact for us. Um, I want to go back to the, your recent decision to continue your education at USC and focusing on supply chain management. Can you give our listeners a little bit more context of you know what prompted you to go back to school? What interested you in, in focusing more on supply chain and, and how it's going so far? Yeah, so I am just finishing up my first semester at USC here down in Southern California. 
I'm getting a master's of science in global supply chain management. And um, it was always a a decision that I I knew I wanted to go back to school. I toyed around a little bit with the idea of getting an MBA in sustainability. Um, But it was really about two years ago that I started learning about supply chain and um, became interested in pursuing a degree in supply chain management. I it was it was at Acuity actually. I had flown down to Conyers to facilitate an ESG report, and I believe it was Miguel from one of our Mexico facilities was doing a presentation on a packaging redesign uh, that they were doing for outgoing shipments from Mexico, uh, where they had. Um, significantly cut down on packaging materials, so cardboard, styrofoam, in order to fit more products on a single pallet. So we were saving on packaging. We were in turn saving on fuel so that we could have uh, more complete truckloads and and less less trucks going out of the facility. And, and that was the first time where I was really opened up to the entire company, the ABL side of the business, where there were so many different elements of you know, manufacturing and logistics that if you're looking at those through a sustainable lens, it's you know, almost endless opportunities. So I was really inspired by that. About a year later, I was introduced to Govinda Kadam at our Crawfordsville facility, who is working on some really great energy optimization projects. And you know, the supply chain came up again. And I um, I really started to get an idea that that this could be a, a great path forward for me. And um, I think when you think about it in terms of uh, women in the workplace, supply chain is one of those in fields that that you don't see a lot of women in. Um, and and that kind of excited me. You know, I I've always tended to want to take the road less traveled, and um, you know, I, I'm excited to gain a technical understanding that most people might not have and be able to integrate sustainable practices. That's very exciting. And we're thrilled to have you part of doing all of that work at, as part of the broader Acuity family. Um, I know on the Atria side, a lot of your work involves helping customers track and report as part of their energy programs. Can you tell us a little bit more about the work that you do on the day-to-day and if there are any specific projects that really stand out to you? Yeah, so my primary role on the Atria side is um, helping onboard our customers into the Building Insights platform. Um, So on a day-to-day, I am really getting to help customers realize their sustainability goals So whether it's reducing their footprint, getting a handle on their energy use in real time, or showcasing initiatives that are already underway, I have the privilege to see firsthand the impact that our customers are making and to be involved in that. Um, Our platform can integrate with various building systems. So I will be working on projects from um, renewable energy production. Sometimes we want to monitor uh, renewable versus grid electricity use. Um, customers will have gray water systems, so we'll do gray water versus domestic water use. Um, there's just really so many things, and it, it feels like I, I'm constantly inspired by the types of projects that my my customers are bringing to me. Uh, right now, I am supporting a, a pretty big wind energy project. So one of our customers is harvesting wind energy. They're also taking into consideration how the grid efficiency varies throughout the day and converting that into avoided emissions. 
Um, so I, I feel lucky to learn from my customers and hang on to each project and experience in my own playbook and, you know, hopefully inspire what we do here at Acuity and, and what I can spread the knowledge to our other customers as well. Shifting the conversation to when you first joined Acuity by way of acquisition on the current Atrius team, how do you see the work that you were doing on the current Building Insights platform having played a role in Acuity's existing sustainability journey at the time? Yeah, so when the Building Insights team was acquired, um, Acuity was already definitely looking at how they could showcase and improve their sustainability. I think that's evident in the acquisition of our team. Um, but not only did Acuity gain the the energy management resource management software platform that Building Insights is, they, they also gained our entire team's expertise. So we really felt that um, when we joined Acuity, um, Acuity had set a, an FY19 goal to publish an ESG report for the first time in a few years. Um, and they looked to our team for support. So I uh, was honored to go out to Conyers and take a leading role in the E, the environmental portion of that report. And at the same time, I got to introduce the Building Insights platform to Acuity and um, had the opportunity to help onboard all our facilities onto our platform. So today we are using Building Insights to track energy consumption and emissions data for all of our sites. And it, it has really um, facilitated our sustainability journey. Since becoming part of the Acuity Brands organization, how has our sustainability story as an organization evolved since that first day? When I started at Acuity or when Building Insights was acquired, the company was doing a lot of really great things. Acuity is an inherently sustainable company. We produce LED lights, but they were looking still for some answers to some important questions. So Acuity was asking things like, what is the life cycle impact of our products? What is the footprint of our operations? Um, we were really still trying to look for opportunities for improvement. Um, and since then, um, in 2019, or FY19, we published the ESG report. And we were still really just getting our feet wet here, um, showcasing what we were doing and, and finding and setting goals for the future. And around that same time in late 2019, we gained some really great leadership in our director of sustainability, Adam Handler, and then in early 2020, um, with the leadership change and hire of our current CEO, Neil Ash, we started to gain a, a lot of really great momentum toward our sustainability goals. Um, and where we are today, this year we achieved carbon neutrality in our operations, which is so exciting. Um, and we're also hit, set to hit 100 million metric tons of avoided CO2 from our products by 2030. Um, so since I first joined uh, about four years ago, it it just feels it feels really great. Like I said, um, the momentum is is very strong. We have a lot of buy-in, and it seems like um, across all all fronts of the organization, um, we're we're working towards sustainable goals. Shifting the conversation to what happened during the pandemic, you were initially based out of Acuity's Cal Oakland office, where you led some really impactful initiatives ranging from the office's first garden to centralizing our energy reporting process. And I can say just from being at the office with you, I definitely benefited from some of these projects. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you started these projects, what inspired you to get involved, and how you saw things change once the pandemic started and everyone shifted to remote work? 
Yeah, so to me, um, this answer really centers around uh, the conversation of culture. And I think, uh, especially over the last year, um, you know, workplace culture is definitely something that's at the forefront. Um, when I moved up to the Bay Area and started um, at the startup that was building insights at the time, um, culture was very prominent. And I think especially when you think of startups compared to the history that I had in municipalities and governmental organizations, um, you really think about um, getting to the office and being excited to be there and, um, you know, coming today, coming to work each day, um, rejuvenated and, and excited about your job. And, and, and to me, um, a lot of that comes from um, what's available at the office to you. And so I thought, you know, a garden, add a garden to the office. This kind of comes from my history as well. Um, I actually started a garden at my high school. Um, I worked, I come from a pretty small town. So I, I worked with this farmer um, at a farm to table cafe and, and he really helps me get the garden going at school. And um, it's just something that really stuck with me. You know, it's a way to get your hands dirty. Um, I am, I'm really passionate about the local food movement. So just educating people about, you know, what you can do for yourself. You know, we live in California. Uh, we can grow our own food if we want to. And, and it just became kind of a, a way to share in something together at the office, especially um, we were coming into a new office um, with different teams. So a couple um, different entities that were all acquired by Acuity and we we're coming to the, the office together for the first time. So I think it, it really was a great way to bring us together. Um, and then on top of that, um, we started um, integrating the Oakland office into the Building Insights platform. So luckily, um, our Oakland office had really great submetering in place. So we were able to um, install gateway devices and integrate um, all of the electricity data that was flowing through our office into the Building Insights platform and visualize you know, how each HVAC unit in the office was working, how the light, lights um, were working. We were able to monitor um, all the end-use electricity loads there. And, and this actually, I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of time before the pandemic to really get into the analysis here, but um, it did come in handy once everyone left the office um, when we were able to see how our systems were running outside of the office. So nobody was there except one of our facility managers from time to time. And um, we were able to see when the lights were turning on based off occupancy sensors and, and how our HVACs were running and we can make changes to that. So we were actually able to reduce our load quite a bit um, seeing that as we were out of the office. It's really neat that the building continued to be intelligent, even with no one in it. <laughs> Um, one of the topics that is top of mind right now, especially coming out of COP26, is um, the idea of organizations and countries even looking at their emissions. You've been heavily involved in helping Acuity track and measure against our own emission targets. Can you walk us through how that reporting and how visibility in general in terms of emissions has influenced Acuity's sustainability journey so far? Yeah, this has been a big one for me, especially over the last six months. Um, I have been helping primarily to quantify our scope three emissions. So scope three emissions are value chain emissions. So when you think about the value chain, it's essentially 
everything upstream and downstream of our products. So from the down, or from the upstream side, it's everything from the very first supplier where you're getting your raw materials um, to how your components are manufactured to the ship that your products sit on while they wait to get into the port of Long Beach um, and all the emissions that come out of that every step of the way. And then also on the downstream side, so you're thinking about um, how your products are used. We make products that um, emit carbon. We make lighting products. And so when you're thinking about everything that Scope 3 emissions represent, it all of a sudden opens you up for so many opportunities um, to become more sustainable and to set goals and targets for those emissions. Um, and I think some of the major ones that we're starting to think about now that we have a little bit more visibility into what our value chain emissions look like um, is number one, um, our products. So how can we continue to put out great products and, and improve our products um, so that we're making less of a carbon impact? And then on the second hand, on the upstream side, um, how can we make our sourcing the most responsible? So making sure that we have transparency across our supply chain, that we're asking questions, that we are consciously sourcing our raw materials, our components, um, so that there's no mystery surrounding anything that's going into our products. Shifting the conversation to kind of what you mentioned um, when you were looking at your degree at USC, as we're looking towards the industry and, and bringing more diversity and representation, both within acuities industry as an industrial technology company, or even within you know education programs geared towards sustainability, what advice would you have to the younger generation or to a, the younger version of yourself who may not see themselves necessarily rep represented where they want to be today? So when I think about this question in terms of my journey, I, I really think about some of my first years involved with building insights um, and how at sometimes I, I felt afraid. I was just fresh out of college. Um, I was a woman joining um, a technical industry um, where it wasn't predominantly women. And I think anyone, whether you're a woman or whether you're a person of color, um, joining an industry that, that doesn't feel totally familiar for you, um, just, you know, be confident. You might be the first person um, to be joining that industry, but you won't be the last and, and your confidence will speak for others and, and others will follow you. And something that that's really been important to me is is speaking up for what you're passionate and excited about because when you're passionate about something um, you're usually really knowledgeable in it and and people will listen um, I wouldn't be where I am in acuity today if I didn't continue to volunteer my help for projects that I'm interested in despite them being outside of my obligations um, so you know if you're excited for something and it's not in your day to day um, look for gaps to fill. Be the help that's needed so others will will start to realize the value that that you know you have. It sounds you like you certainly live and breathe sustainability in your day-to-day -day professional life. How about on in your personal life? What kind of activities or practices do you engage in there in terms of sustainability? So in my personal life, um, I did want to bring up fashion. Um, so fashion is like one of my biggest weaknesses. Um, and I think it's really important to talk about in the in the lens of sustainability because people always talk about how it's you know it's one of the top most polluting industries. You always hear about fast fashion and and the turnover of 
um, clothing from season to season. And um, being so ingrained in sustainability, it's something that I definitely struggle with. Um, And so something that's helped me Um, And I tend to do this from time to time. This year, I set a goal to buy only secondhand clothing. Um, And while I am not perfect, I haven't gone an entire year without buying a single new item. Um, It really has helped me um, curb my spending on, um, you know, non-sustainable new clothing items that are just going to go out of season. Um, And then on that that same um, vein. I think shopping locally is so, so important, Um, you know, whether it's your groceries and you have, um, you know, local available produce from farmers markets or just shopping at your local stores as you start to think about holiday shopping. Um, You know, you don't need to turn to the web um, to order things every single chance you get, especially now that we're dealing with the supply chain issues. Um, It might be a good idea to, to walk around your neighborhood and see what you can buy locally. And speaking as someone who shops at her farmer's market every Sunday, I can definitely attest that it's a great way to be sustainable. Um, Shifting to any resources that you've leveraged in your personal life to stay up to date, and I know you and I have talked about this as well. Do you have any recommendations for our listeners in terms of either podcasts or books or um, any kind of professional resources that you use to kind of stay up to date in terms of sustainability or learn more about what's happening in our industry? Yeah, of course. So when I was thinking about this question, um, a specific book came to mind. I like to kind of look around. I, I, you know, I have a lot of really amazing colleagues um, who give me book recommendations. And this book was actually recommended by a female colleague at Acuity. Um, But it's called Garbology, Our Dirty Love Affair with Trash. And I, after I read this book, I was such a nerd about it. I like bought it for my mom for Christmas. I was in love with this book. And, you know, when you think about trash, um, you know, some, a lot of times I start to get disheartened, overwhelmed with, you know, how much waste we produce on our planet. But I, I thought that this book did a really good job of um, shining a hopeful lens on the future. Um, it talked about a lot of technology that'll help us tackle the problem. And um, it, it told the story in a really fun way. So I think for me, um, there's a lot of really great books out there and um, in sustainability and um, just seeing what's out there. The narrative itself around social and environmental well-being can sometimes honestly feel quite overwhelming. How do you manage to stay motivated, both in your personal and professional endeavors, despite what can sometimes feel like a really heavy landscape? Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I I think my peace um, in this landscape comes from being surrounded in the environmental movement. Um, you know, especially professionally. You, like you said, I, I I live and breathe sustainability. So. Um, I know that I'm doing all I can to make my impact right now, and I don't let what I can't do bring me down. I think that's something that can get really overwhelming for people. And, um, you know, if you're someone who gets anxious or stressed about climate change or the state of the world, um, I think the first thing is don't expect too much of yourself. We're all just humans. Um, But it does it does feel better to get involved than to stress and worry. So whether it's a small or a big impact. Um, see what you can do for your community. See how you can make little changes that that might make you feel um, like you're doing your part. 
I think you you do such a great job of, you know, explaining how sustainability has impacted everything that you've done professionally here at Acuity and, and things that you've done in your personal life as well. Um, if you were to kind of explain sustainability in a few short sentences or words, what would sustainability mean to you? Yeah, so sustainability to me, and I think I've kind of repeated this hopeful lens, I hope. Um, but when I look at sustainability, I, it sheds a positive light on the future that is so often shrouded in darkness and the unknown. Um, so to me, it means to be excited about the innovation and technology that will help preserve and make the world a better place and and to really be hopeful for the next generation. There's There's so much technology out there. So there's some really great minds. And um, I think that I think that we're moving in the right direction. Chelsea, I'm actually going to throw a a last minute question to you here that I'm just personally curious about. You mentioned sustainability has something you've cared about for so long, going all the way back to creating a garden in, in school. Do you know, do you have a moment or is it kind of an anecdote as to when you realize you really did care about the environment and, and the broader community? Was there a pivotal moment or where did that really originate for for you? You know, I've gotten that question a lot um, when people are asking me about my career. And really, to me, it feels so ingrained in how I was raised, I think. I mean, I was raised in Southern California um, in a pretty small, some might call it a hippie town, but but people were, were always very aware. Um, and then I think it was in high school um, when I was working at that farm to table restaurant where I was, I was actually just, I was working with the farmer of the farm. Um, and that, I mean, sustainability and supply chain kind of clicked for me there when I saw the, um, the short supply chain of a farm to table restaurant and how easy that was. And, um, you know, things get so convoluted when you're looking them at, looking at them on a bigger scale. Um, and so that's kind of start where my gears started turning and I started thinking about, you know, what, how can I make a, an impact on a, on the bigger scale of, of the world and, and how we operate. Well, I'm glad that that young girl grew up to be someone who is part of such a, an important time, I would say, not only for our organization, but for our industry as a whole. So thank you so much for your time today, Chelsea. It has been great catching up. And I honestly, we cannot wait to see what's next for you on your sustainability journey. Thank you, Lauren and Simran. I had a great time with you today as well. Thank you for supporting this month's Women of the Month here on WISE. We're looking forward to sharing more success and stories with you all here at Acuity Brands. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, and we'll see you all next month.